Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish podcast for independent minds. Here goes nothing. What are we doing? We have no idea. Why? Why don't we have any idea? We always have ideas. So do you think anyone will call? I don't know. I'm They've wi- had 24 okay. hours to think about it. I'm willing I'm willing to do this for as long as it makes sense. Then I'm going to ditch out of it, and I'm going to talk about things like the final report of the January 6th committee. If you want me to do that, <laughs> then just avoid calling the program now. Yesterday's show got a little bit off the rails. I don't know what it was. I mean, if, if I would have said full moon, maybe it's the bomb cyclone. I don't know. It was. It was the atmospheric pressure. Something. Addling people's brains. Got into the callers a little bit. It just got a little wacky and I didn't like it. So if I didn't like it and if it got a little wacky, why have I decided that for the final live show of the year, we're somehow going to surrender to the audience the direction of on which we're about to travel, because that's the God's honest truth. I'm read in. I'm ready to go. The newsletter's out. There's plenty of news. But I said that we would do this, and I'm prepared to live to it. Oh, boy. So what does it mean? It means the telephone lines are open. And if there's something that you've been eager to say all year long that you wish to bring to our attention now on the final day of the year, then you may dial the usual number. May I say this? Oh, boy. And here they come. May I also say this? If you've never called this program before and you've wondered you, you know your, your your fingers maybe reached for the smartphone but you never quite dialed your voice hasn't been heard for whatever reason and you want to get in then make today the icebreaker we will not limit you by subject matter rush <laughs> used to call uh what he would do on fridays i think open line friday is that where we got that what what mm-hmm. makes this what whack, makes whack. this what makes this all the more perplexing that I would I would just seek to to have a, a go, you know, rogue, is that I've told you all before about an experience that I had many years ago, probably 20, 25 years ago, where there was someone who followed me who shall remain nameless, they, um, and they never could make their phones ring. And the reason they couldn't make their phones ring, and I would say this to them, um, is that they would come on with nothing at all to say. They would just come on and they would say, I'm so-and-so, and whatever you want to talk about, I'll talk about it. never works. I've often said that to guest hosts, the le- the less experienced ones. I've said you have to say something, and then you have to ask something specific. Uh, okay, but what, 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 like, look at... Every line is... The gentleman in Jacksonville. Uh-huh. The gentleman in Jacksonville, right? Yes. Uh, come on. Are we going to get all you heavy said, today? You said anything. He wants to convince me I'm not independent. Well, then you need to oh, come on. Let's talk about you what know, do you want to talk about instead? Then you. OK, you didn't pitch for anything specific. If you don't pitch for something specific, this is what you get. Oh my God, Bill, well, can't he call me back on January 3rd and convince me I'm not independent? Maybe you'll become independent by January 3rd. <laughs> and by the way, do oh, we, we do we even want to screen calls? 
What do Dan? you mean? Yes, oh boy. yes, because we, you sure? Uh, yes, I would like you. A, a you know, we like to uh, check for uh, uh, quality assurance. You know, we make sure that that what people that are there. Mean? Oh, that their that their cell phone works, that they've paid the bill, oh. uh, and they don't have their windows down, um, and that they sound good, and that they have uh, somewhat of a coherent point. I mean, they're, I don't and that think they're going to we... be uh, friendly. And if they I... want to debate you with something, they'll go to the front of the line. No, no, the, the, the debates are going to just have to wait till January. I'm, I'm out of debating. Okay. I'm out of debating. Um, Maybe a little debate. Yeah. There, you're, now you're even, limiting, now you're even, limiting what, things. What are we doing here? There aren't even live reads. The, I, show, I, the show has been sold out for six months, and today there are, no, there are no yes. live reads. Yes. What, no one, what, what explains that? Uh, sales, I think, no one uh, else working? Sales I think we took should, vacation. I think we should have taken today off. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's the TC see. wants to leave. Hello, Mike. You are in Jacksonville. Go ahead. Hey, Michael, I love your show. I've been listening for a long time. I've called in several times. And um, the and I really think that you're a libertarian. In fact, oh. I think almost all Americans are libertarians, but they really oh. don't know it. And the reason they don't know it is they just haven't thought about it enough. I mean, yeah. libertarians were never in favor of of uh, prohibition against weed, I doubt if you ever were. Libertarians are always in favor of people marrying whoever they want to, and I imagine you always were. And I would say if you go down the list of all of the different issues and you line up all of the, the parties that we have, which are Republicans, Democrats, and Libertarians, that you are a Libertarian. Well... I guess I, in being honest with you, I would have to say that my position, first of all, I, I don't care who marries who. At this point in my life and for the last 10 or 15 years, um, if you had access to all of my tapes of 30 years, would I have been saying that 25 years ago? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. But it certainly is my viewpoint today. Uh, if I ever said that I was for criminal prosecution of anything weed related back in the day, I was lying. I may have said it, but I didn't believe it. <laughs> That's for sure. So, and certainly today, now I, now I don't care. Now I, I just don't care, even though Pennsylvania has not gotten its act together. So I think a lot of my thoughts today are definitely in that category. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I, I think so. From I don't think you're in favor of us doing adventurous nation building. Um, no, like God, no, no, no. Yeah. Okay, well, war, warmongers from both parties are in favor of that. And I doubt if you're in favor of throwing people in prison because they burned the flag, like no. Hillary Clinton and like no. Trump both said they were. No. Libertarians no. were never in favor of that. If you go down, down the list of all of hmm. the things, hmm. you know, a, a small government hmm. that, and personal liberty... And, mm-hmm. and 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 being socially liberal, so you're socially liberal, you're fiscally responsible, you're a libertarian, man. All right. I may have to embrace that in 2023. I know that there will be a whole host of people who will call and say, no, he can't be a libertarian because he's... Ex- hey, maybe as I, as I think about you being from the great Jacksonville, Florida, maybe in the mold of Ronnie Van Zant, I am just a... Simple man. Yeah, there you go. I'm certain that all of the Van Zants are libertarians. 
I mean, oh yeah, most for, for sure. Most most he, Americans are, and the guy that wrote our um, Declaration of Independence was, and I believe that your most famous citizen ever and best citizen from Philadelphia was. You know, so I think right. that most Americans are living change. They're just not thinking about it. You're very kind, and I, I appreciate your call. Have a have a wonderful uh, Christmas and holiday in Jacksonville, okay? Uh, yeah, Merry Christmas. And to you. Thank you, sir. Would you like to expand on Ronnie Van Zant? Because no. I feel like you want to say a little more. Uh, no, I, I'm just always, I mean, gone too soon. I was always intrigued by him. I remember the day that I, I, I remember the day that I, I came to the kitchen table. Is this the kind of show it's going to be? We're just going to meander Why, yes, all the hell over Why, the place. Yes, okay. it is. So I would have been in high school in 11th grade, and I came to the table, and uh, my dad would usually be the one at the table. We were on the same time uh, frame, and there would be a radio station playing in the background, and he would read the newspaper, and I don't know what I would do. I guess I would just eat cereal, because I wouldn't have been reading the newspaper, and the the bulletin comes on that there'd been this plane crash oh. the night before and that Ronnie wow. Van Zant was gone. Mm. And I was I was then holding tickets. Oh, I was boy. holding tickets because it was the Street yeah. Survivors tour and, and I was taking a whole posse. And you felt it so deeply. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah that was really, really a stunner. Wow. Really a stunner. Wow. Uh this is uh Brooks in Lake Tahoe. Hello, Brooks. Greetings. Hey, good morning, Michael. I listen Hi. to you two in the mornings on my way to the to work at the hospital and i just gotta say you're really a bright light in my day geez thank you being a part of this family thank you you thank you for that yeah we regard it as such we really do i have such respect for for our listeners except for yesterday um no the listeners are are so impressive and loyal and decent and so little snark so little it it makes it a pleasure to you know to have a three-hour dialogue every day so thank you for saying that Yes, and uh, I wanted to say with regard to politics, my Christmas wish for everybody is Mm. that we can remember, you know, Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, crazy, whatever you are, we're all lucky enough in this country, in America, to be Americans and live in a democracy. I've lived and gone to other countries, and it's hard to live under other government types. And this is a wonderful opportunity that we have to be in this country. Yeah, and to I do agree with that. Like, I, know, I don't, I don't take it. I don't take it for granted. Given what's happened in the last couple of years, the way that I used to, I always, you know, I always thought it would, it, it was going to be here through thick and thin. Now I worry for obvious reasons. Uh, but I believe that in yeah. the same way. If if you gave me a choice of countries, I mean, I've said often to our kids that they're so fortunate to have been born at this advanced stage of humankind and in the greatest country. And I believe that uh, on the face of the earth. I mean, I you know, anybody, 100%. anybody born here, anybody born here was at the front of the line. That's how I regard what, whatever your race, your gender, your religion, if you were born in this country, in in the scheme of things, you started at the front of the line. Now, at the front of the line, there are different gradations, but we all had a leg up. No, I so. agree. Yeah. I, my question for you today is really simple, and I, I've thought yeah. about this. Hmm. A while back, you had a grandchild. Uh, yeah. I think it was a granddaughter that was born. Son. And you son, commented, son. a grandson, excuse me, yeah. sorry. And you commented about a nickname, and you said, I don't know if, 
if I give myself a nickname or if she gives me a nickname or how does that evolve and develop? And I was just wondering, whatever happened with that? Did you get a, a, a nickname or, or so, did you give yourself okay. one? Or did- so he was born in September of last year, making him, what, 15 or so months? Um, if you remember yeah, the yeah, story, right. he was he was born uh, four pound, three ounces, very premature. And our daughter had a very rough go for the final six weeks of her pregnancy. She was hospitalized for the final month. And and he came out as a a, a tiny little guy. Today, he's a bruiser. He's in the highest percentiles for, for height and weight. And he's right on the cusp of walking. Right on the cusp of oh, walking. Very advanced. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and he's saying different things now. You know, he's at the stage where you say, you know, what does a doggy say? <laughs> so he's not speaking. <laughs> oh, that's so but, fun. But he's doing those. So my name is Zetto. And I, I settled on Zetto. He's yet to utter it. But I settled on that because I was feeling my Carpatho-Rusin roots and I did a little investigation to find out, like, what would be the, you know, what would be the grand pop name in, in that world? And that's what I came up with. And my wife selected her own. And, um, yeah, it's all good. And, and we'll spend a lot of time with him this weekend. Anyway, Brooks, thank you for asking so, that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm so thankful that sometimes you share stories and whatnot about family because family is the is the foundation of all of our lives. And I just am so thankful. Sometimes you just get well, the family. Uh, you're, in okay. You're, you're nice to say you. that. You're nice to say that. I'm going to just say that mine is as complex as all of yours. That's it. My, mine is as oh, complex God. as all of yours. You know, there's, there's nothing I've tried to create here of being on a pedestal. Like we're, we're dealing with the same things that you're all dealing with. Brooks, Merry Christmas. No, no, Thank no, you. That's what I love about it. All right. Yeah, See Christmas. you, pal. That's that's awfully nine. That, nice. That is awfully nice. Do you say Zeto to him all the time in the hopes no. that that will be his first word? No, I word? don't. No, I don't. Oh, Uh-oh. oh, why? No. Um, I distinctly remember trying to get Emma to say "mama," and it was like the thirteenth word after "dada" I think, you and know, "dog." My my, and boat. my my wife is is better known to him, and he's probably on the cusp of saying her name. What is her name? Ami. Now Ami. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to reveal that. So, oh, okay. now, so now, now I'm going to get in now trouble. Say nothing. Right. There. But that's a good. That's a good word for a baby, by the mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rishi, I hope it's Rishi in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Greetings. What thoughts do you have? Hey, Michael. Um, uh, first off, Merry Christmas to you and your family. You too. Um, Thank you. And to TC, Dan, and um, to everyone who contributes to the program. You made uh, 2022 a great year, so I appreciate that. Thank um, you. I have two corrections. Uh, you haven't spoken about your music playlist in a while, but I have two corrections for your playlist. If you'll, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. If you'll entertain the suggestions. Yeah. Sure. Um, so you have Scarlet Begonias by Grateful Dead and um, in your playlist. And um, I'm, I'm a fair weather Grateful Dead fan, I'll admit. Um, you know, I'm not, I like a couple of songs. I'm not going to buy their sneakers for $1,000, say, but I like a couple of songs. I know, so, I know, so, I know I someone who did that. I know someone who did that. And... Um, but the there's a cover that was made by Sublime in 1992, and I would argue that it's if not at the same quality, it's even better than the original by Sublime, Scarlet Begonias. Yeah, I I don't do many covers on the on the playlist. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, Creep, uh, Macy. Um, oh damn! Oh, Macy Gray. 
Macy Gray. Yeah, I do Macy Gray's uh, REM creep, but no, I love Scarlet Begonias by the Dead. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a funny dead thing. I'll tell you a very funny dead thing. I don't know how this began, but during the morning when TC and I are uh, collaborating and getting the program ready, as we did today, of course, I want to know what Julie is talking about. And I want to make sure that I'm watching the cable stations and so on and so forth to see what's going on. But the background music for the prep is the Grateful Dead channel. It's uh, Sirius XM. What is it? 23 or 24. And I don't know when that began, TC, but that's been like the deal for the last four or five years. Oh, yeah. And you or more. And and you, you know. The whole catalog now. I know all the songs. Like, would you like to go to a Grateful Dead, co- or Dead and Company show? Yes, you would. One hundred percent. Okay. Oh yeah, I you guys should do that. That would be hysterical. Well, I didn't say I was taking her. I said, <laughs> Dan, would Dan, you? Dan, I said, listen carefully. Would you right. like Dan, to go? Dan, TC? listen carefully. Yeah, no, TC, <laughs> you and I in 2023, let's look up if they have a tour. You and I will go together, and we will not Perfect. take Michael. And and it'll we'll be great. Would you? Yep. Okay, if, if I were able to get Liberal Paul to take you, would you indulge? Indulge in what? Would you smoke weed? No way. I don't like weed. It doesn't do anything for me. You wouldn't smoke any weed at a dead show. I am telling you, it does not make me feel good. It makes me feel hungover. What if Paul exerted peer pressure on you? No, I can. He's I can good with, at. He's I can good at that. Peer pressure. He's good at that. Nope. Nope. All right, you're out then. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Gas, grass, or ass? <laughs> no. Like, what is wrong with you? Right. Oh my, we don't have live reads today, but we do have some very brief intermissions, and I think I shall take one now and then come back to whatever this is that is unfolding. Back in a sec. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. Robin is standing by in Newport Ritchie, Florida. Hi, Robin. Hi, Michael. Hi, TC. Hi, Dan. I first just want to tell you how much your show means to me. It is so wonderful to have a program that truly is in the middle. I don't have to get angry. I just need to listen with an open mind. And I just wow. thank absolutely you. love your program. So thank Thanks you. Um, I just have two quick things. Michael, to you, I'd love to tell you, I have an idea for a shirt, and I've been wanting to, I've been screaming this at my radio for so long. And the shirt would say, I don't want to be rushed. It advertises the show, but also when I'm shopping, when I'm at the deli counter picking out meat, I don't want to be rushed. I don't want to be rushed by my family. And I think that would be a really brilliant shirt because you do say that. So you know that we have the lightning round 
uh, purple tie-dye. And Eric X, who is the uh, intern and CEO to the program, is right now contemplating new product for 2023. I'll put that on the list. I'll put that on the list. I don't want to be rushed. I don't want to be rushed. It's not a guarantee, but it, it could definitely, it definitely is worthy of consideration. Definitely. And I love it when you say that because I know we're about to get into something really, really interesting and good. <laughs> and so funny. thank you. Okay, making a note. And then TC, I just want to tell TC, I'm a 71 baby too. So happy birthday this week, TC. Happy um, birthday, Robin. Thank you. You were discussing great events of 71. You know, Walt Disney World opened in 1971. So there's another mm-hmm. event. We have we're in such good company. That is fantastic. That is fantastic news. Somebody make a note yeah. and next December see if TC still relies on 1971 or if, or if that line <laughs> has slid. So, something tells me it'll be it'll be 1972 next year, and she'll be talking about Nixon's reelection. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Hey, Michael. Robin, you know, and I want to thank you one more thing before the end yeah. of the year. I, I mm. thank you for helping me not be afraid to get a colonoscopy. I got mine last year at 50. And you helped me not be afraid when you had those discussions. Well, because I so thank because you. I was afraid, and then I had it done, and I felt like a big, you know, grab them by the. So yeah, yeah I'm look. I'm looking forward to mine in 2023. I think I'm due because I know that I'll be getting at least one good night's sleep in 2023. Robin, exactly. thanks for that. Yes. Wish, wish all wish all good things. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay, somebody somebody that just asked me. My wife just said to me, "Well, yeah, when are when are you due?" Are you due um, again so soon? I had a scare a couple of years ago. Oh. So they, they quickly brought news. me back like very soon thereafter. Oh, and then, yeah. And then I had to get follow up. So you're okay? I'm, I'm fine now. Okay, good. But I'm still on more of a schedule than Got would it. normally be the, uh, uh, the case. I'm nervous to take John's call because he wants to ask me about a character in my novel. And Do you have it in I, front it's, of you? It's ten, yeah, but it's 10 years old. I love the book. All right. So it's kind of risky because I could it's be embarrassed. Risky. Ask right, him what page see. it's on. Uh, John, thank you so much for your question about talk. Go ahead. What is it? Michael, uh, longtime listener here. And I remember reading the book Talk when mm. it first came out. And so my memory may be a little fuzzy. But I remember there being a character, kind of a back room, smoke-filled room that used to just always kind of feed Stan, hey, here are your talking points. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, Phil Dean. These are the marching orders. Yeah, Phil Dean. I want to know, how real is that? And if you can do it right now, who, who on the AM circuit are taking those marching orders? Okay, so the premise was that here's a guy, here is a guy who knows nothing about politics or current events. He's a slacker and a stoner, and he's a very good classic rock DJ who, through happenstance, gets thrown into the world of talk radio. Well, how in the world is he going to open up a microphone and sustain a three hour long conversation talking about things he knows nothing about? Ah, don't worry. Say the new owners of the conservative radio station who uh, were you know, part of this evangelical Christian network. I didn't develop that as far as I wanted to. But but that was the premise. Don't worry, because we've got Phil Dean as our consultant. Uh-huh. And Phil, uh-huh. Phil Dean is a guy who who himself had a brilliant radio career and then went on a bender, ends up in rehab, no longer is hireable. But because he has such great instincts for what people like to listen to, he becomes the guru for all of the conservative hosts who are out there. And I create this 
scene where he's in, I think, Taos, New Mexico, and he is he is uh, in front of a computer bank that allows him to tap into radio stations all across the country to listen to his clients and to know whether they're saying things that are wise for business. And he provides them their marching orders each and every day. Is there a Phil Dean? Now to get to your specific question, there is not. There is not one person. But through Phil Dean, what I was trying to say is that terrestrial talk radio of that type is interchangeable in any city USA. You could be in Philly. You could be in Tampa. You could be in L.A. There's going to be a conservative station. And on a day like today, they're going to be defending Elon Musk uh, and talking about, you know, Hunter's laptop and frankly saying the same things. And there's like no creativity and no no ingenuity to it. That's what I was trying to say through Phil Dean. Well, I got to say, I'm a little bit disappointed that there's not some larger conspiracy. I've, this has been mulling around in my mind since I read it, since it was released. So I well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll say I'll say this to you in the third hour of the program today. I don't know how long we're going to we're going to just meander, but I'm kind of liking it. So maybe for a while. But in the third hour of the program today, we're going to talk about it, it'll be fun. We'll we'll have fun talking about the first line or first paragraph of many books that were written in 2022. And the very first line of talk came from a consultant, someone that was hired by my syndicator to school me on how to be successful. That line, if you remember it, is a true line. And if you don't remember it, I'll repeat it in hour three. All right. Beautiful. And let me let me also say, I've been listening to you long enough that I remember when the lightning round what first came about and you guys were playing around with lightning round theme music and background music. I'm just happy. It doesn't exist. You made the right choice. <laughs> okay. well, thank, you, thank you for that. It's always, yeah. thank you, John. It's a work in progress at all times. Please, my friends and welcome. We are here as promised. It's Michael Smirconish. The whole crew. Of course, the crew doesn't really matter much as I'm what counts on Friday. Let's go. And now, from sunny South Florida, it's Open Line Friday! Michael Smirconish. All right, well, we are kind of doing that. We are kind of doing that now. Although he never took that many calls. I, I, I love taking the calls, as you know. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get back to it, okay? Uh, Jill, you're in Chicago, Illinois. What did you most want to say on this Whack Whack Open Line Friday? So a while ago, you had Pat Croce on, and he was talking about, I don't know what he said, but it was really cool, and it was really, it just chilled me out. And so yesterday, when you were talking about relaxing and not detaching, and I thought of this before when he was on, thought you should have him on as a regular contributor. Well, first of all, I love Pat. Pat's my friend. Pat is my former next-door neighbor. I don't see much of him anymore. Um I'd love to have more of Pat Croce in 2023. So <clears throat> we'll make it a point so to try and get him to get him back in here. Mindfulness is now what he is all about. By the way, can I say if you're a fan of Pat, Pat has what he refers to as a, a sangha every Sunday morning. And I think they're open to whomever might be interested. You can on a live basis on a, a video format, you can join him every Sunday morning and kind of get the world according to Pat. How would I find that? Uh, I'll figure it out and put it in my social media. How's that? That's great. Yeah, that if you're into Pat, you. Pat, Pat's a, I mean, I, I, Pat no longer lives right next door to me, and, 
and I just don't get to see him the way that I did. And I, I said to him when he was, thank you, Jill, by the way, happy holidays to you. I said to Pat when he was here last time, I think I'm a reflection of old Pat. And yeah, and I'm not sure that he wants to spend the time with me. Of that of course he does. No, I yes, think he wants I, to help you. Evolve. He's in a different place. That's fine. No, he's. I'm. I'm I, well, I he guess I am you, complaining. He takes you where you are. Mm-hmm. You know that. You heard that. I from just him. love being with him. Yeah, love being. But he's had that, so many. I think he would be very upset to hear you say that. To hear me say what? That you, that you don't. I've said it to him. Okay, I'm sure yeah. he did not make him happy. Well, I didn't mean it in a mean way. I meant it in a, hey, let's let's hang out. Okay, enough. What, what are we doing here today? What's this all about? Quack, quack. Uh, Tom, you're in North Carolina. Greetings. What did you most want to say? Hello, Michael. I've been listening hey. for a long time. Usually I have to listen in the evening. But anyway, one evening when I was listening about a month ago, there was a woman who called, and she was just giving you the worst time ever. And I couldn't figure out whether she thought you loved Trump or hated Trump. And you gave her so much time. You were so kind. But finally, you started to talk over her and end the conversation. But what came through on the radio, but what you missed is, and there's this Jula I'm supposed to hate. And I thought, this is hilarious. It's the best segue ever. I'm sure Michael will now talk about Stephen Singer. But you totally missed it. So, Michael, I'm calling back to give you the segue. Here it is. And there's this Jula I'm supposed to hate. I, I, yeah, that's funny. I don't remember a particular caller who got under my skin. I don't. Normally, I have a pretty good recall, like terrible to remember lunch yesterday, but pretty good if you bring up a caller. But I don't in this instance know what it was. But that's funny. That's funny, Tom. And and thank you for breaking the ice and, and calling. Have a, a great holiday in North Carolina. Uh, ben, you're in Ontario, Canada. Greetings to the north. What are you thinking? Hi, Michael, TC, Dan, and crew. Uh, just start off, love the show. Bright spot of my day. Thank you. Um, I, I was just thinking how, um, living up here, we, we did a little different view. And for four years of Trump, I hate to say it, the rest of the world was kind of giggling behind their hands a little bit. And I don't think Joe Biden, President Biden's getting enough credit for how he's kind of pulling that back. Like, I know that with uh, President Zelensky there and, uh, you know, that's very forefront. But over the even the course of his whole term, you can slowly see it shifting. Like, all the nonsense is kind of pulling back. And it, it's nice. It's becoming more serious for, for how the U- United States is actually being seen worldwide. And I, I just think that's underappreciated. His, his domestic... His domestic numbers don't show much of a rebound, but I agree with you that especially in the last three months, I think that the president has had a really good run. I yeah, agree with, with ex- just, exactly that. It's nice to see and, I'm a dual citizen. We, it's nice to see it. I'm constantly defending the states. I'm ex-military. And it's just nice to be able to actually say, well, look, this, look what's going on. Like, show some policy. You know, some, uh, it's nice. we, we had a poll question. We had a poll question on exactly this subject, whether the Biden administration is underrated. And overwhelmingly, people said that it was. For what it's worth. Yes, actually, I voted on that one. Yep. Okay. Well, go vote. Thank no, you, Ben. I, I, like, I, I just, I just think it, ben, it's, it's appreciated because like, internationally, please. he's doing it. It's, it's getting better and better because for a while it was not good. Please continue to be good neighbors. Our, our neighbors, <laughs> our Canadian, are, are good, good neighbors. Thank you, Ben. Uh, today's poll question, which I don't even think I've mentioned, asks whether the bomb cyclone 
is uh, is is being overhyped. Is that how we worded it? How did we word it? Overhyped. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that it is. I think it's the real deal. No, our building is shaking. <laughs> when I when I pulled out of my driveway this morning, it was fifty five degrees. Is the bomb cyclone being overhyped? Right. My answer is no. But go vote. Is anybody voting on that thing? Oh today? yeah, over eight thousand votes already. So when I pulled out of the driveway today, it was fifty five. Fifty five right. degrees. And it will be 15 in that same driveway later this evening. Yeah, it's already gone down to 44. Is that so unbelievable? We've down 10. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, this is Peter in Connecticut. Peter, what did you most want to say? Hey, big, big, big fan, Michael. Uh, you know, the, I, I usually listen uh, on replay too. And um, uh, the other the other week, you were having a show and you were talking about New Zealand possibly. Oh in, yeah, I mean the prohibition yeah, yeah, yeah. on smoking. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I tell you, one of the things, I mean, aside from prohibition, just it, it's not going to work. I mean, we know that from the war on drugs. But, you know, we don't talk about harm reduction enough uh, in this country. And, and be, with all the special interest groups that are trying to say, like, vaping's bad or uh, smokeless tobacco, you're going to get mouth cancer. You know, if, when you look at the studies, Sweden has snus. It, they have the lowest cancer rates in, the, in Europe. And the UK Royal College of Physicians, they've come out with that vaping is 95%, at least 95% safer than smoking. We need to concentrate on that more and, and convert smokers. Like we're initially, like myself, we're converting uh, early on when vaping came out. But now with all the misinformation, people think it's as dangerous, more dangerous. And, you know, we could be saving a lot of lives. In other words, in other words, we need something other than a zero tolerance policy. Like, hey, we'd rather yeah, you not smoke, but if you're going to smoke, then maybe you should vape instead of smoking conventional cigarettes. Absolutely. I mean, it, I think the science is pretty pretty solid at this point, but you know, there's a lot of you know, save the children groups, and right. it's all like yeah, yeah. master tobacco settlement money. You know, it's. it's it's, uh, yeah, it's a good point. It'd be interesting. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a good. I think it's a good point. I think it's a. I think it's a pretty good point, and I'll. Uh, I'll keep it in mind for the new year. I, I remember having those conversations when vaping first took hold, maybe five, seven years ago. But I've not gone back to that well, so that I. Uh, so that I will. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Happy holidays to you in uh, in Connecticut, uh, Denver, Colorado, where they had a big change in in the degrees. Hi, Beth. I was reading a, about Denver. I think what nearly fifty degree switch in the uh, temperature in a very short time period. Mary Beth, sorry about that. Hi, Mary Beth. Oh, Oh, no. Hi. Um, Yes, it's unbelievably huge shift. Right now, I'm like three minutes from work. I commute about an hour. I live in Denver and work up north in medicine. And it is minus nine right now. And yeah, it's going to warm up, though, on the weekend. Christmas Day is supposed to be 55, 57. 55. Holy smokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So I just wanted to say, number one, I've never called any kind of show. I have listened to you for, um, on my commute for the last five years, I think. And um, I'm just a pitch older than you are, but... Um, you have opened my mind to being in the middle and really looking at things that I don't like from the perspective of the side that I need to learn more about. 
That's awfully that nice. Sense? Thank you. It makes perfect sense. No one wants to hear this except the host of the program. So thank you very, very much for saying it. Oh, I, you know what? I think you're very humble, and I think you are— T.C. would tell you otherwise. T.C. would tell you otherwise. <laughs> you, guys, you guys have a great team. It's a pleasure, and thank you. I hope you come to Denver at, with your um, speaking engagement. Yeah, I, I need, to, I I need to come back to Colorado. You're right. I do need to do that, and I, and I love the state. Love the state. Uh, so many different aspects of Colorado. Thank you, Mary Beth. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. Gang, thanks for these telephone calls. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. Whatever you're celebrating, I'm for you. Make it safe, okay? Rachel, Long Island, greetings. What are you thinking today? Hello there. Hey. I was wondering, Mm. when you said if there were we to be visited by aliens, would we want them to be religious? Are you talking their own form of religion with perhaps a different type of deity or the God that created everything that we know here on earth. Hmm. Well, I don't think I ever took it to that level. Uh, I think I meant they would be followers of religion as we know it, whatever religion may exist on the planet earth. But I'm willing to go one step further and say whatever their particular type of faith might be, I I think would be, it'd be the same for consideration in my question. Okay. What's your, what is your answer to, what is your answer to my, my, my great bar conversation of all time question? (laughs) Would we want them to be religious? Um, I don't know. I just think it would be fascinating if, as someone who has struggled with the existence of God or not, to find out whether, yes, it is all the same God, and he created every single solitary thing that exists even beyond what we know exists. Meaning meaning you struggle with that question. Correct. Yeah, well, I think we all do, don't we? I mean, some some have it all figured out. I don't have it all figured out. Right. And it's like, would they? what if they, you know had some sort of other type of thing that they worshipped as we have religion on earth, but it was different. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know if it would I don't know if it would change I don't know if it would change the answer to the question, but I'm I'm willing to at least if I ever bring it up again and I'm sure I will, um 
I'm I'm willing to at least expand on it and entertain that. Okay. Okay. Rachel, Mary happy holidays. Happy. Yeah, you Thank too. Thank you. You too. Thanks for that. Very interesting. People love that question. I love that. I love I I love that as well. Um, Bill does not like how Philly centric the program is. I mean, I get it, Bill, but if I lived where you live in Colorado and I therefore were most knowledgeable about Colorado stories, it'd probably have a Colorado slant. Yeah, I understand that. But I mean, I still think it it goes a little over the top. Uh, I mean, I think you could try to, you know, talk about other parts of the country at least a little bit more, you know. Is there is there a particular story? Because here's my idea. If there's something in my backyard that I think uh, is worthy of discussing with a national audience, it, it's got to resonate. I'm not going to stay away from a story because it's in my backyard. But if it's too parochial, if it's too local, then that's a mistake on my part. Is there anything that comes to mind that you think I've discussed this year that was not worthy? Philly-based. Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, just the, the way that you was. It was all about the you know the Pennsylvania Senate race, and it was oh, all about okay. the, okay. the uh, all about the you know the Philadelphia DA when there are, you know other Senate races and other DAs who you know behave like that DA has. So. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to concede either of those. I mean, I was I was ahead of the curve in saying this race is going to be the race in the country, and in the end, I think it was. Long before, you know, Fetterman had a stroke or Dr. Oz, a TV doctor, won the primary. But but I, I hear you. Here's what I'll say in a nice way. I'm sensitive to the criticism. I never want to overstep my bounds by being too local. Um, but as the new year unfolds, and thank you, Bill, by the way, uh, it, hopefully you'll continue to listen. You know, if, if I bring something up that's local, it ought to resonate or I'm making a mistake. So what has come up here? The Senate race you mentioned, uh, the DA, I mean, God, the, the Philly DA is, is in the process of being impeached by the state legislature. He's indicative of about a half dozen of these Soros-backed progressive prosecutors. So, yes, I've talked about Larry Krasner, but I also talked about Chesa Boudin in San Francisco. I've talked about George Gascon in Los Angeles. But I get it. I get it. And the last thing I'll say, and then I will stop, is what can I tell you? I'm 61 years old. And I've spent my entire life in a 50-mile radius. I've been in the radio business for 30-plus years, but I've never worked from any other market in the country. I never had to do that. I never had to move from here to here, you know, do late nights and then afternoon drive and then morning. No, that's just not my career path. I've been here the whole time. Just just last week, Michael, you talked about the boy in the box story. And, well, holy crap. How could I not? Right. And here's the thing. So that was Philly or PA centric. But I yeah. think you did a great job in making it interesting to uh, everyone around the country and nationalizing it. And as long as you continue to do that and you nationalize the stories out of Philly for your audience and make them relevant to uh, whoever's listening in Colorado, then our show continues to be a success. I mean, I, I have... Uh... You know, I have a network and, and all of you are now invited to be a part of this network. I have a network of folks who are associated with the program, keeping an eye out in all corners of the country, which is why recently we expanded on the website and, and added a feature where if there's a story in your back, the, the congressman, the congressman who is the the what is the, the word fabulous 
bullshitter, the guy, uh, you know, who, from Long Island in Queens. Rob Santos. That was first flagged for me by a listener of the program who fed me a local newspaper account. If you see something, say something, as they say. Uh, okay. Jeff in Minnesota. Is this our Jeff in Minnesota? As in, you know, uh, benefactor and donor and all around good guy, Jeff? <laughs> that would be me and unconvention right. attendee. <laughs> yeah. Thank you Which for that. Well, I I, you, not, you not only went to the unconvention, but you, you took my whole gang out for dinner. <laughs> that was the high, that was, that was the beginning of the extraordinary of you. Of the Thank you for that. I think you it went to the fun. Continental, so you also picked a great spot. <laughs> for sure. No, that's yeah. what I was going to laugh about. I was uh, at home in my uh, Minneapolis suburb at 9 a.m. listening to Gourmet on the radio saying, I want this to be a party. And nine hours later, I'm running around Philadelphia with a suitcase in my hand. And based on the headache I woke up with the next morning, I think it was a success. The unconvention was a highlight of the year, and I'm grateful to my my colleague, Steve Scully, and BPC and Unite America, Jason Grimay, Nick Troiano. You know, it was wonderful. And my intention, I mean, Jason is now leaving the organization that he founded and led, so I've got to wait for the dust to settle over at BPC, but I'm sure Mr. Scully will hook us up and we will do it again. Everybody wants there to be another unconvention, and I intend to help make it happen. And I have to shout out to my my new Nicole, Bonnie, Joel, uh, and Gary. We still group I mean, chat to this day. I, I mean, I, I and it's funny because I get to know so many of the listeners over the years. I know the people you're referring to. I can picture them all. <laughs> Jeff, have a have well, a wonderful. It, it was great. Have a wonderful holiday. Really appreciate your support and your friendship. So thank you for that. Same here. Thanks, man. You remember God, when CC when. Too. Jeff in Minnesota and Eric Thanks, X were battling it out for Mike Flags they were. in show history. And they both won. Who is writing the show history? There, there needs to be sort of an annotated version of Blake. Maybe we'll get Blake to do it. And just research. We always want Blake to do it. Blake has to do it. Yeah. Blake. She's just so good at Blake, it. Blake, could you please write a show history annotated version? She's already done it. Enjoy the remaining days of 2022. Thank you so much. Hey, by the way, thank you, Randy and PJ for the video uh, of these YouTube videos each and every day. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate everybody. We appreciate Joe you, and we appreciate you, Alice. We appreciate Dan, of course. Yes. Right? Yes. And Yamila yes. and everybody who's a part of our team. We've got a pretty big team. Look at the holiday message tomorrow, which will be in the newsletter. All right. That's it. See ya. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.